1: Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode, I apologize for the noise, there's construction going on. Um, I'm happy to have Albino Sanchez, and he is an entrepreneur, but he's got a very fascinating story. His purpose related to business is to transform lives and organization through leadership and culture within various avenues. And today's going to be talk about leadership, organization, navigating change, building high-performing teams, uh, CEO secret Weapon, and I'm really happy to have him on the show. So Albino, welcome.
0: Hello, Christopher. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
1: Yeah. So we had connected through Podmatch and kind of set the stage, tell people about your experience and background and the work that you do.
0: Sure. Well, I've been a business consultant for many years, Uh, strategy management has been my specialization so I've helped organizations to define their strategy and execute their strategy um I've been working for uh, consultancies as well as uh for companies I've been a strategic uh planning director for for a few companies and then I um i realized that uh, organizations uh, were struggling really with execution of strategy and then i i realized that you know the, the core uh, reason was leadership uh the, the reason why organizations were not really executing the strategy and because many times they think it's uh it's a methodology it's a, the consultant it's you know processes but Ultimately, I discovered that it was uh, leadership and people management. So that's I decided then to to become a, an executive coach. So I became a, an ex- executive coach, and I've been uh, helping uh, executives and leaders and CEOs you know, execute their strategy through uh, developing leadership skills. and um, And it's been amazing an amazing journey and recently you know, a couple of years ago i i started my my own company and so i'm helping organizations doing just that execute the strategy through, um, through leadership and uh, developing culture and developing people
1: yeah really fascinating journey and so i'm gonna kind of switch gears and talk about passion and success and You've really spoken about the importance of followings, one passion to achieve success, and give us an example the audience from your career where your passion directly contributed to a major success, you know, despite people, you know, the naysayers or the haters, and how can people tap into their passions and to to achieve success? Sure.
0: Well, um, I recently um, published a a book I co-authored. This book is called the name is uh, cracking the rich code and i'm one of the co-authors and in my chapter i explain i uh, share my journey uh through my career on discovering my my passions discovering my my calling right my my purpose and what i what i share there is that you know it's very important to be to first be aware of who you are to do some internal work that's very important to really uh understand where are your passions where are your talents and and then from there you start you know experiencing life right uh uh, and and there's a lot of signs that you're gonna encounter over your journey and and try to be aware and 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 try to identify those signs by reading those signs and by, and by being aware of who you are and what you like and where you're good at, just start discovering, start discovering your 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 path uh, and your calling. And and that's exactly what I've been doing. But, you know, it took me uh, around 20 years, right? But uh, I'm really, really happy, you know, and I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to do. And, and you know, they say that when you work on what you love you you're you're not really working you are just you know being present being in, uh, enjoying life right and something like that is happening to me but well of course uh that's something i help people with you know, through my coaching i help them discover that passion that that, that calling that purpose and when when you are there we, we can say that when you are in the flow uh things start happening to you right uh when you're out of flow, uh, you, you you think that like you are you know swimming against the the current, right? Uh, things are heavy, are difficult, and, and you start feeling like you know life is not working with you, right? But it, that's why it's so important to to find that that purpose, that 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 path. And once you're there, you, you can feel it. You can feel it because uh, things start you know flowing. Uh, if I could give you an example in my career it was exactly the moment where I you know I realized that being a consultant it was a great great uh, job I, I, I loved helping organizations many different organizations I learned a lot and I helped uh executive team CEOs and but the it was disappointing when after we finished the projects and I you know I left the the project left the company and then i came back maybe a couple of years later just to say hello and talk to, to colleagues i realized that all that effort was many times it was lost uh, because maybe, maybe they changed the the ceo or or maybe they moved into different projects different frameworks so all that effort was lost and that was really disappointing disappointing to me so uh that's that was a moment where i i, I said hey this is not this is not working i i'm not happy with this no all, the, all that effort lost so uh i really wanted to help organizations change and leaders really uh help their teams to to you know go to higher level of performance so i decided to become a um a business coach um an executive coach and you know what the as I was saying, this the science start uh, appearing. I, I helped uh, a manager at a company where he was he was a sales manager at a company that uh, they were selling uh, raw material for for food food for pets, right? So he started his career was in he was a veterinarian, but now he was selling uh, food for Raw uh, well material for to, to manufacture food so he, he was not happy with his job he was not having a good performance and he was not sure why and throughout the coaching sessions uh, he realized that when he decided to study for uh, for to become a veterinarian the reason was because it was that he really loved uh, animals right he, he wanted to to work with animals and in this job he was not working with animals at all he was just selling you know materials to companies at that moment he i I told him hey you you need to reassess what are you doing with your life uh you're not i can see that you're not happy you're not having results Uh, i asked him to really you know look inside and what what is it that you would really love to to do in, in your life he said okay i would love to have a clinic a veterinarian clinic i would love to uh, heal uh, pets so then through the conversation he's uh, i asked him why don't you do it what's stopping you from doing that and he started you know seeing himself there he really got passionate about it and and you know a few sessions after that uh, he he came to me and he said hey you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna quit my job and I already have plans. Uh, I, I I reached out to some friends that they live in another, another city. And next month I'm moving there and I'm starting my clinic. So he started his clinic. He's, he still has his clinic. This was like 15 years ago. And he's so uh, thankful uh, about having that, that conversation with me. And he's now he's living the, the life he was supposed to live. and because he you know he had some help from someone and but the, the most important part is that he 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 gave himself permission to to dream and also he believed that he could do that and he uh, executed right so when the moment i saw that that was one of my first interventions my one of my first interactions with a client in, in coaching and I, when i saw that i could change someone's lives That was a moment I I said, okay I'm in the right place.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's very interesting and it's almost um, counterintuitive. Um, And again, apologies for the construction. But, um, you know, once you're in this flow state and usually flow, there's not like because we as um, professionals and high achievers, we're always like on a set schedule and we think like we do X, Y and Z at time, A, B and C. And we do this consistently but the universe doesn't work that way it works like sometimes you have you know years of downtime and then one year makes up for the last like 10 20 years so we just have to be open and it's kind of like um open to the timing and receptive and synchronicity uh, I've been reading some really interesting books on you know the law of attraction so kind of moving on is this idea of idea execution and as someone known for turning ideas into reality What strategies or methodologies do you use to ensure that creative concepts are effectively executed and share an example as well? Sure.
0: Well, uh, I've been helping uh, executives to turn ideas into reality in their lives. And also I've been helping organizations to turn ideas into reality for their uh, business. Right? So, uh, regarding the business, uh, you know i've been using uh different frameworks for strategy definition and strategy execution for example there's there's a great framework called uh, blue ocean i don't know if you're familiarized with this okay that's a that's a great framework where you need to you know see yourself and in the marketplace and and compare yourself with the competition and see uh, ways of differentiating yourself in the market by doing things that are different from from what the market expects, right? And so you need to look into your, your strengths as a company. You need to look into what would be interesting for your target market you know, as, as a as Value-added, you know, something that's innovative, and that maybe they they're not aware of it, but maybe you can come up with uh, new solutions, new ideas, new features. So yeah, it's a very interesting process, you know, all the innovation process, and and it requires a lot of you know creative thinking, there's, there's many frameworks. And but you know the idea is that the most you know I'm I'm going to go back a little bit into the. The, the the culture that's that I think that's very important to have the, the, the culture in the organization is gonna be the one that's gonna obstacle be an obstacle to your innovation or it's gonna be um, an enabler of your innovation so I think that if if you are an organization if you're a leader that wants to innovate you need to review uh, if you have the right culture for that um, because that's that's key you know, for because you know, I've been I've been helping several organizations that are, for example, too focused on operations, too focused on short-term uh, results, and also they are risk averse. For example, if you have that kind of culture, every time you have a, a different idea that's out of the ordinary. You know, you're going to have people like in the finance department, for example. that's going to be questioning all the time. Hey, what's this for? Give me the the the, the ROI and and the projections, and, and you need. We need to be make sure that this is going to be something successful. Or I won't fund it. I won't give you budget for that. So you have that kind of organization. It's going to be difficult to innovate, right? And there's the other side of the coin. Those organizations that they have big budgets. Just for innovation, right? And they are aware that innovation requires uh, being open to risk, and they they are aware of that, and and they are they are expecting failure, right? Because they 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 see failure as a way to to learn and to grow, and and they expect that from maybe every you know thirty projects, maybe one is going to be successful, but that that one is going to be so uh, big that's going to fund the other twenty nine, right? So that's the kind of mindset that the organization needs to have, and the kind of culture that they need to have. So th- this requires uh, a totally different uh, uh, mindset, right? So so you can enable innovation. So I would say that that's a key ingredient you know, for innovation, and then you can start talking about uh, frameworks for innovation, etc. But first, you have you need to have that culture and that leadership and that mindset. That, that would be my, my recommendation there.
1: <clears throat> yeah, really great. Um, but kind of um, next is this idea of um, navigating change. And, you know, as, after 2020, I became convinced that well, there's no sure thing anymore. You, you know, institutions will come and go. They'll fall and crumble. So kind of talk about change management as a critical skill for any leader and from your experience essential strategies for successfully navigating organizational change in our current challenging environments you know work higher education government healthcare, uh everything talk about that sure well yeah change
0: management is a very interesting topic and it's uh it's important that we as uh, leaders we that we know how how to lead a, a, a change initiative right uh, we are you well, know first of all we we are nowadays everything is changed right uh, we uh, there's so many so much so comp- many competition uh, technology has revolutionized uh, everything communications so the the pace of business nowadays is so fast and, and changes are On a daily basis, we're having changes in everything. So now, it's this is a uh, change is a skill, right? It changes a mindset, and and we need to be aware of this. And but there's you know whenever we want to, you know, for example, we want to implement implement maybe a a big software, maybe that that requires that a lot of processes have to change in the organization, and people are going to be you know, afraid that they may lose their jobs, right? Uh, and there's many other people that, you know, don't want to change the way they, they work today, or they are afraid of, you know, losing a privilege, or, uh, I don't know, they, they are uncomfortable because they are, things are going to change. Okay. So that's, we can, we need to expect that. We need to expect that people are fearful of a of, of big Changes in the, in the way they work, uh, so we need to manage that. We need we need to manage those uh, expectations, the, those feelings, those, those emotions, and there's frameworks for that. Okay, and and so I would recommend uh, leaders to, you know, to reach out to organizations that can train them on change management, so that they understand that there's there's frameworks that you can follow. And, and and something that's important to to take into consideration is that there's frameworks where they help the leaders to convince the the workers. And but I would rather go for other frameworks where where we we invite the workers to participate in the change and we ask them you know, their their opinions, their what are they thinking, and we and take into consideration their concerns, right, and that we proactively um, do something about it, so that so that people can see that we really care. And I think that's the most important part. That if 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 our employees they they are feeling some anxiety about a, a big project that we are we are implementing, we need to listen to them. We need to you know uh, be much more closer. And and we need to really uh, do something about it. When you do that, people start collaborating much more, obviously. And but they don't do it from the perspective of you know uh, I convince them and I'm doing a lot of marketing you know, right that's a traditional way of doing change management you 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 create a, a beautiful name for the project and a logo and and you do a lot of marketing you know, that's a traditional way the new way of doing change management is uh, having direct conversations with them and attending their concerns something even better is that we ask them Hey, how would you do this? Uh, what's the best way to do it? So it's, it's not just like you need to do this, and I'm trying to convince you, but it's the other way around. It's, hey, we were, we're thinking on doing this, but we want your opinion. We want your advice, and why don't we do this together? that's a completely different approach and and that's the one that we are we're, we're following uh we, we actually we train people in change management and and that's this is something we do it's this but this type of change management where we put people at the center and we we, we care for for people's uh, opinion and and we 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 teach leaders how to how to embrace change and how to help their their employees embrace change as well
1: yeah, I'm very fascinated. And, you, you know, you talked about just um, governments and organizations. And, you know, the longer I live, the more convinced I am that, uh, you know, government just doesn't get it. And a lot of times it stands in the way and, and they just kind of impede progress. And you talked about the incumbents. And, you know, uh, there's, you know, all over Twitter, and there's like politicians getting rich off the current system. And that's why I love disruptive technology. So how can people contact you find out about the work that you do and um find out more about you sure
0: uh, the best way to reach out to me is through linkedin so my my linkedin is uh, linkedin.com slash i n albino sanchez albino is a-l-b-i-n-o sanchez so uh, you can reach out to me there's in my linkedin profile there you can find my website which is uh, www.ahaimpact.com it's a-h-a-impact.com that's my the name of my company Uh, you can also book a schedule a a call with me and uh and those some other links you can you can buy my book Uh, you can learn a little bit about my journey and i give some tips on how to discover your purpose in life and or as an entrepreneur and also there's an assessment that you can also uh, download so that you can find where are your your main saboteurs there's 10 10 saboteurs we may have and with this assessment you can find out where are your most important saboteurs and i can help you uh, You know work on on them as well
1: yeah thanks wonderful conversation i really loved it and be sure to check out albino's socials give him a like and follow check out his book those links will be in the show notes and with that thanks so much for coming on to the podcast
0: thank you so much for inviting me it was a pleasure thank you